Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And a good afternoon. I hope everybody is doing well. Great to have you on board here on Listen Up. I got a busy couple of hours. I'm going to be doing my podcast over at No Filter Network in 90 minutes. I'm looking forward to that. You'll be able to come on with me if you want. All you got to do is hit the knock button, similar to what you do here, and you'll be able to come on my podcast. Also joining me on my podcast live will be Eric Burns for a little while. So we'll talk with Burns. He's one of the more entertaining personalities uh, that you could ever talk to. Anyway, I hope you're doing well. Always great to have you here. And uh, this will be the last show of the week. I am not going to be doing a show tomorrow. So today we will wrap up the week. And obviously uh, the news is... Uh, disturbing anytime you turn your TV on and see what's going on over in Ukraine. And, um, you know, my job, I shouldn't say my job. I'm a sportscaster. Uh, I normally talk sports, but man, talking sports right now just seems so like, I don't know. It's, uh, it almost doesn't seem right. You know, it's like, I know the world doesn't stop, but maybe the world should stop. Uh, you know, I really mean that, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe the world should pause when you have a travesty and a crisis that's going on over in Ukraine, you know, maybe we all should, I'm just saying that, you know, and again, I know that's not realistic and I know that, excuse me, I know that things don't stop, but um, it it does. I got to tell you, and I've been in this situation before. It's not like this is new. I mean, throughout the decades of covering sports, there are times when uh, covering sports uh, seems so trivial and, this is uh, one of them. But anyway, we'll try to do it. Um, I want to talk about the Kings game last night. You know, I'm so tired of the talk. Like, I really am. I- I'm so tired of it. I just, uh, enough already. You know, De'Aaron Fox, right before the second half of the season began, when they had 22 games left, you know, we've got a chance to make some real noise with 22 games remaining. Shut up and play. Seriously. I- and I mean that. You know, and I know it's going to sound critical of De'Aaron Fox, but I'm so tired of it. You know, after the game last night, you know, when they get blown out, you know, talking about how disappointing they were because it was such a big game because they're catching New Orleans in the standings. There's not one person in the Kings locker room that thinks they're going to catch anybody in the standings. All right. I mean, come on, stop it already, would you? Now, I don't expect De'Aaron Fox to come out and say, hey, we're not trying to win. You know, we don't care. I'm not I'm not expecting that. Okay. I know it's not the easiest thing in the world to address the media when you're losing. But, you know, I've just been so down on Fox this year. I really have. I've changed my whole opinion of him. I had him in such high regard and high esteem as a player. I used to love backing him up 
and supporting him. I, I just can't do it anymore. I just can't. I, I just can't. Yeah, I think this year for him has been awful. And, you know, I, I, I see people on Twitter talk about his numbers. His numbers? Really? Are we serious about that? You know what I see? I see a guy who's overpaid, who is the starting point guard on a team that is 23 and 41. That's what I see. That's what I see. You know what else I see? I see a guy this year that's making $28 million. Okay? $28 million. That's what I see. And you know what I see? I see a guy that can't put the ball in the ocean if he was standing on a cruise ship from beyond the uh, line. That's what I see. You know, this year, he's shooting 26.5% from three. Think about that for a minute. Think about that. Last night, he shot a whopping 16% from three. Not to mention his free throw shooting last night. Again, awful. Six of nine. Only three assists, and the Kings score 95 points. And I got to listen to De'Aaron Fox tell me how disappointing it was because it was such a big game. Huh. Really? But then don't shoot one of six. Maybe you shouldn't be taking three-pointers. Maybe you shouldn't be shooting so many threes. Unbelievable. I, I don't get it. You know, I'm looking on uh, the breakdown here on ESPN.com. Let me read you this. The Kings struggled badly on offense in this game, but Fox was able to deliver a strong performance, both in terms of scoring figures and overall efficiency. How about this? It's worth noting that the speedy floor general has scored at least 20 points in each of his last nine appearances since returning from an eight-game absence and he's averaging 26.8 points per game in that span. You know what I see? I see a team that gets their ass kicked every night. That's what I see for the most part. Uh, as Jerry Reynolds has told me repeatedly, every team's got a leading score. So th that doesn't mean squat to me, okay? You know, you, you think that De'Aaron Fox, that's a strong game last night? I'm sorry. I don't think that's a strong game. You know, I, I don't think it's a strong game when you shoot – one of six from three and only have three assists and you're the starting point guard. No, I don't. No, I, I don't. I, I don't think that's in any way, shape or form a strong game. You know, I, I'm sorry. I disagree. That's not a strong game. It's not the type of game I want from my point guard. I can freaking tell you that. And I am not blaming everything on deer and Fox. Don't, don't take this the wrong way. The Kings have a multitude of problems. Uh, you know, by the way, the uh, great deer and Fox last night, if you're keeping score at home, had the worst plus minus of anyone on the team. But let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that. Nope. Let's not talk about that. When he was on the floor, the team was outscored by 23 points. Oh, no. Let's not do that. What a joke. Seriously. Overpaid. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine a guy that shoots that badly getting paid $28 million? You know, it's not like he's Gary Payton on defense. All right? You know, it's not like he's Gary Payton on defense. I mean, I, I don't I don't see the Kings getting good with De'Aaron Fox as the point guard. And by that, I mean, I don't think you can be that guy 
shooting less than 30% on a year from three. I just don't. You know, then I got to read about how the Kings, you know, sat on the airplane for a while last night and then had to bus back to the hotel because of a mechanical. Like, that's going to make a difference going into the game against San Antonio. You know, I'm reading some of the comments. Oh, my God, what a disappointment. Let me tell you something. The season's over, all right? It wouldn't matter if the Kings walked to San Antonio from New Orleans. They're still going to lose, all right? And by the way, you want them to lose because this team is so bad. Like, don't don't ruin things now by start winning games. That would be – how stupid would that be? Don't, don't go out and try to win games. You know, you're 23 and 41. Think about that. The only teams in the league that have worse records than you are Indiana, Detroit, Orlando, Oklahoma City, and Houston. And Oklahoma City and Indiana have 42 losses, and you have 41. So if everything goes well, you'll lose tonight, right? Which I think we can assume that the Kings will lose tonight. I don't know why anybody would think that they wouldn't. And then you can assume that they're going to lose against Dallas on Saturday. Might be able to go home and beat the Knicks. Then you have Denver at home to lose that. Then they're going to lose at Utah. Then they're going to lose home against Chicago. They're going to lose home against Milwaukee. They're going to lose home against Boston. They're going to lose home against Phoenix. Then you got the Tyrese Halliburton and DeMontis Sabonis Buddy Heald Bowl on the 23rd in Indiana. Then it's at Orlando, then at Miami, and at Houston for two. So you could screw up your whole season on that road trip by winning the Tyrese Halliburton Buddy Heald Bowl, beating a, a horrible Orlando team, getting your ass kicked in Miami, and then winning two games against the pathetic Houston Rockets. I could see that scenario right there. So you could screw up the whole season on that entire trip. All right, let me know. Hit your hand icon. Raise your hand. And I'll put you right on. What do you think about that? Did I pretty much summarize that accurately or do you disagree with me? Do you look at this differently? How do you look at it? The Kings are such a mismanaged, and by mismanaged, I'm talking about the owner. I mean, it's just a disaster. I mean, it really is. I, I don't know how else to say it. it really, you got horrible ownership, which is such a shame because you got great minority owners. There are so many phenomenal minority owners a lot of them have gotten out they didn't want to be involved anymore but there are so many phenomenal people in the king's ownership group that would love nothing more than to see a change at the top trust me on that and i i just don't see how this team i really don't i don't, I don't see how this team is going to be relevant i i just don't I mean, maybe maybe there's a, you know, a, a genie is going to pop out of the bottle and grant the Kings, you know, a wish. I, I know what my wish would be. What would your wish be if a genie popped out of the said, you have one wish for the Sacramento Kings. What would your wish be? I know what my wish would be. New ownership. That would be my wish. You know, get a new owner in there. Someone that knows what the hell they're doing. Somebody that doesn't think that they know more than everyone else. That's what I would do. And it's such a shame because there are so many phenomenal people on the ownership group. I mean, and, and by the way, with great ideas that would run the team so much better, that would be so much better for Sacramento. It's just, I hate this. It absolutely rips my freaking heart out. It does. I hate this. 
every freaking year over and over and over again. And it's not like you, you know, it's not like you see any relief in sight, right? Think about it. This team sucks. They're not even remotely, even close to being good. They're 23 and 41. 23 and 41. You are what your record says you are. All right, in the association tonight, other than the Kings and the Spurs, Chicago's in Atlanta. Memphis travels to Boston. Brooklyn hosts Miami. Detroit's at Toronto. I don't know if Mr. Balsawood's playing in that game. Let me look. Let me see if Bagley's playing in this game. Let's see. He's still day-to-day. He's been day-to-day since he got into the NBA. It's more like month-to-month. Guy got hurt again going to the Motown. I think he slipped on a on an ice crystal walking into Little Caesars Arena. Or may, maybe he slipped walking into the locker room. You know, they got ice everywhere in that arena. They got the, the uh, Red Wings practice facility. You got ice underneath the court. Maybe a little condensation. Maybe he sprained his ankle that way. Seriously, is, have you seen a guy more injury-prone than Marvin Bagley? Doubtful to play tonight against the Raptors. He's been doubtful since he got into the league. He's now missed. Well, this will be his third missed game with a sprained left ankle. His next chance would be Friday in the uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, Marvin Bagley Bowl. That would be an opportunity for Marvin. But, yeah, I think what they're doing at Marvin's house, you know how they put in the bathtub for the elderly where it's like a bath, but you can walk into the bathtub? That's what I think they're going to do for Marvin so he doesn't slip and fall in the shower. Maybe that will ensure that he can play a couple more games before the season wraps up. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Seriously. All right, I want to hear from you. What do you think? And don't forget, if you're free at 4.30, go to nofilter.net. I'll put the link out again. I've already put it out on my Twitter account, uh, at Grant Nepier Show. But if that's something that you want to check out, you can watch me do my podcast and you can join me uh, as well. How about the NFL and the players have agreed to suspend all league-wide COVID-19 protocols? About freaking time. About time. About time. I can't say I'm surprised, but I don't know what took so long. You know, I really don't. You know, a lot of the severe, uh, the, the more stringent protocols kind of went by the wayside at the end of the season. But, I mean, of course you got New York where Kyrie Irving still can't play in the home games because of that ridiculous, stupid mandate. Uh, You got Major League Baseball. Who knows what the hell they're doing, right? Anybody know what Major League Baseball is doing right now? We think that anyone's even trying behind the scenes. Now, I know that they had a informal, whatever the hell that means, informal. 
Does that mean you walk in in you know shorts and flip flops, or what does that mean? They had a ninety minute meeting, and I, I guess if you're looking at anything from a optimistic point of view, again, if you're talking, that's better than not talking. You know, I'll I'll, I'll just say that it's brutal, absolutely brutal. All right, let's get to uh, some calls here on this Thursday edition of Listen App with Jerry. Hello, Jerry. How are you? I'm fine, Grant. How are you doing? I'm good, buddy. What's happening? Well, I guess my wish would be uh, one winning season in the next 20 years, please, and uh, <laughs> yeah. new broadcasting team because, oh, my God, Grant, they're horrible. Uh, the uh, post, uh, the pre-post game with uh, that wife beater, uh, Barnes, uh, I mean, it's un, it's unbearable to watch. It's very, very, very bad. I've heard that from many, 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 many people. You know, Grant, I finally got a chance to uh, look and see Bonneville International, you know, that leadership. Yep. And uh, you talk about hypocritical, man. I mean, that's just bad, bad stuff. And, and, and guys, guys, you know, like uh, Mark Jones, you guys, you know, Stephen A. Smith can say whatever the hell they want to say and nothing ever happens. And you get fired because you say all lives matter. Every single one. Give me a freaking break, dude. Yeah. Welcome to America. Welcome to the woke mob America and the absurdity of that. And I'm really happy, Jerry, that you took time and looked at Bonneville International and their, their leadership group. It's, 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 uh, it's as hypocritical as it can be. They made me into the sacrificial lamb. You know what they did? They took me and they said, okay, we're going to fire Grant to make us look good against Black Lives Matter and the woke mob so that people can't say that we don't care. So what did they do? They fired me. That's exactly what happened. Oh my lord! I mean, Grant, I hope you get everything that's coming to you, my friend. I, I mean, I, I mean, I really mean that. Uh, uh, you did not, you did not deserve what happened to you. And, Thank you. Uh, and I just hope you get what you get, bro. I mean, you know what? Good luck to you. I really appreciate it, Jerry. Thank you very much. You know what I want? I want my, I want, I want my name vindicated. That's what I want. That's that's what I want. You know, that's what I want. Um. You know, my lawsuit in federal court, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I want to prevail for not just myself, but for others in this country that have been so wronged and so just stepped on over cancel culture. I want to be I want to be that person. That's what I want. I want to help out so many others that have been wrongfully terminated and their lives turned upside down for no reason over the woke mob and their cancel culture. That's what I want. So, yes, I, I want I want to be vindicated. I want my name restored, but that doesn't get me back my career. And. You know, as far as the Kings telecast, I mean, I, I've, I've heard that they're just it's I. I hear it from too many people, uh, and for the record, and I'm, if you don't believe me, I'll be happy to take a lie detector test, and I'll do it on TV if you want. I haven't watched one King's telecast since I left, not one. So I'm not able to comment on it based on my own eyes and my own ears. I'm going by 
what I hear, what I read from friends, from not people that I know. And I hear it's embarrassing. I hear the whole thing is just absolutely awful. And I feel bad for the Kings fans because the one thing I was very, very proud of, probably, you know, other than, you know, my family and the foundation, the future foundation, the thing I was probably most proud of was the amount of people that appeared to get joy from watching the games, particularly when Jerry and I did them, especially when the team was so bad year after year after year. And yet we still got accolades, Emmy awards. We were always ranked in various polls around the country among the very best local broadcast teams. Like I took great pride in that. I really did. I took great pride in that. That was something that I cherished. And when I hear what's going on now, you know, again, it's all part of what I've been talking about in ownership. It's just terrible. It's absolutely awful. You know, the owner hasn't only ruined the product on the floor. He's kept folks from going to the games. He's got a, a, a an embarrassing product on TV. I mean, I can just go on and on. I, I, I could just go on and on. I mean, it's awful. It's awful. What 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 has what has Mr. Vivek Ranadeve done in a positive vein for the Sacramento Kings in the city of Sacramento? Other than coming in on his white horse, which was great. And you know what? He'll always, always be appreciated for that. And he should. He came into a town and a team when they needed him. And for that, he should be complimented. He should be commended. But that was a long time ago. And now what? Now you got one of the most embarrassing franchises in all of professional sports. Not just the NBA. In all of professional sports. And what do you have to say about that? What do you have to say about that? It's awful. You know, it's not like you can say, well, you know, the Kings have a couple guys hurt. They're going to be back next year, blah, blah. No, uh-uh. You know, again, who are they going to be better than next year without even knowing anything? Are they going to be better than Phoenix? Nope. Golden State? Nope. Memphis? Nope. Utah? Nope. Dallas? Nope. Denver? No. Minnesota? No. Right? I mean, it's awful. Absolutely awful. All right. Hey, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and I will put you right on. Again, coming up in a little more than an hour, I'll be on No Filter Network. Uh, if you want to join me, all you got to do is uh, come on. You'll hit the knock button. I'll walk you through it. I'll put you right on. Eric Burns is going to join me for a couple of minutes. We'll talk with him about what's going on in baseball, whether he thinks they're going to be on the field anytime soon. So, uh, But I want to hear from you. All right. We can talk about anything. You know, something else I should ask you. Do you find it hard to follow sports when you see the just awful, rip your heart out, disturbing video and accounts of what's going on in Ukraine? Does that just like make watching sports kind of like, gee, what am I doing? Or does it take your mind off things? 
I'm just curious how you would think about that. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls. We can talk about anything that you want. And uh, we chime in here on this Thursday and we get to Jay. Jay, good afternoon. How are you, sir? Hey, Grant. How are you, buddy? I'm well, thank you. Excellent. Yeah, so your, your last question, do you find it hard? You know, yes and no. Um, I, I, I have to use sports to compartmentalize, you know, the rest of the rest of life. You know, there's there's there, there's there seems to be something negative going on and, and degree, degrees of severity, um, you know, for the last decade. And, um, you know, cer- certainly the, the severity of the moment is is absolutely horrendous. And, um, you know, so personally, I, I, I like to use sports as as the diversion. Uh, but um, you're, you're 100 percent right. It, it's it, it's it's a challenge. And, uh, you know, before the Ukraine thing was the COVID thing and before the COVID thing, there was other things and, sure. um, and and so 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 personally i like to use sports as um that hour of, of of getaway time um whether whether that's right or wrong that, that that that's what seems to work for me well i appreciate the comments anything else you want to discuss yeah well you know 100 percent. what your previous caller jerry you know he uh spot on everything spot on there um the kings uh yeah what a mess and you know, I historically have been an anti-tank, an anti-tanker for a lot of reasons. One, you know, um, just because you get a top five or six pick does, doesn't always mean that that's going to make you better. And so that, that was always problematic when there is a, a LeBron James style talent in the draft. Of course, you want to pick high, but things have had a lot of high draft picks and necessarily those haven't panned out. But they've worn me down. They've, they've worn me down to the point where I absolutely 100% agree with you. I don't care if we win another game this year. Let's get the best draft week, draft pick we can yep. pick, and and hope Monty can do something with it. And um, you know, whether it's uh, whether we're adding an asset or we're adding a, getting adding an asset to for trade, one one of the two. We yep. need some, We need more talent. Yep, and, and that's the only way to do it, Jay. I don't see how else they're going to do it. I really don't. I mean, I'm looking at the roster. I'm thinking about, gee, okay, who would you have available to make a move? You could probably trade De'Aaron Fox. You could probably trade Harrison Barnes. But, okay, so you're trading, you know, decent to very good play, good to very good. I think Harrison Barnes could be excellent on a really good team. I, I guess what I'm saying is, you, yeah, you got DeMontis Sabonis, but you traded away, you know, Tyrese Halliburton, and you traded away – but he healed. So was it a lateral move? I mean, time will tell. The Kings don't need lateral moves. They need moves that are going to make them better. And I don't know, outside of the draft, Jay, I don't really know how that's going to happen. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, I, I agree. I, I agree 100%. And, 
you know, I, I, I do think it's harder to find elite talent like, like Sabonis than it is uh, point guard. And um, if Fox is going to, you know, he's, the, the, like you said, the stats are there, but is, is he going to, is he adding to the win total? And I don't see if his, if his skill set stays at the same basic level it is now, he has to be the third or fourth best player on the team yep. and then play his role. And uh, I, I, don't, I don't think that's his style. And so it, it might be okay to, to – I, I, think, I think Fox would probably get some value throughout the league. I, you know, the folks that, don't, that aren't seeing him day in and day out, they, 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 they may value him higher, hopefully, and we may be able to bring some more talent back. But, um, you know, it's, gonna, it's not going to be whatever we get this year and we're in the playoffs next year. I, I, think, I think the rebuild didn't start three years ago. It's starting now, and, uh, and, and we're just going to have to be patient. And um, it, it's going to it's going to be a long few more years, I think, before we get where we need to be. Yeah. And you know what? The one thing Kings fans don't want to hear is patience, you know, because they've been right. told that over and over and over again. And they're like, geez, you know, that's we've been hearing that now for 15 years. A hundred percent. Hey, man, keep up the good work. Thank you, Jay. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you so much. All right. Let's move along here. We get to uh, some more phone calls right here and uh, we check in on with alfred hello al it's good to have you on today hi al what's going on oh well nick nick on my uh, on your question as far as uh, the world events you know you've spoken to this over the last weeks with uh, social protests i'd rather i look at sports as an escape i don't want to mix my, my news with my entertainment and sports for me is entertainment so i know it maybe it's difficult to do no, but I mean, I just don't want to combine social, political, world events with sports. I just prefer to keep it separate. That's just my take. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, I agree with you. I've always felt that way. I've always been that way. It's hard to do in this day and age with social media and the, and the Internet and Twitter. And, you know, it's and impossible. I, just noticing, I was just noticing that Ovechkin's uh got some sponsors that are major sponsors that are dropping him and so you know, awful and he's going to be losing you know i mean he's uh kind of losing out on that one he's uh again we talked about this he spoke to this i mean he's come out and said he's, he doesn't want the war he's against the war but and you've also spoken to rightfully so these guys can't come out and condemn the war because they got family members living in russia and, you know, people got to understand, you know, cancel culture in Russia is oh, you boy. don't lose your career. You yeah. go, you disappear. You yeah, up, you end up in the gulag camps. You end up in the gulag camp in Siberia making little rocks out of big rocks. Yeah, no, I'm, I listen, th- th- We and I, I again, this is not a cliche. That is really a matter of life and death. And so I completely understand a Russian citizen, or excuse me, a Russian resident in America, or a citizen for that matter, if they have dual citizenship. But, you know, like an Alex Ovechkin, who is, you know, one of the largest stars anywhere in Russia. Yeah, he's already come out and spoken against the war and he wants world peace. But he needs to be very careful with his family that still lives back in Russia. He has to be very careful. He has to protect them. I mean, you have to protect your family. You, 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 if you disagree with Putin, I mean, some of his rivals, he's, he's had him assassinated. He's poisoned him. This guy is, you know, it's not like the United States. You, know, you can just disagree with the president's 
views and politics. This is a life yeah. and death because they don't mess around over there. No. Well, look at what he's doing to Ukraine. I mean, it's just, yeah. it, it is, uh, it's, well, I mean, I don't have to well, say anything. Yeah. I, ask, I want to ask you real quick before I let you go. Um, I, tr- I was going to sign in to su- sign up for the Super Draft Pro. Yeah. I have a question. Do I say you referred me as a coach? Because I'd rather just participate in the camps. I'm not interested in being like a coach. No, you don't have yeah. to be a coach. You can sign up for free and you don't even have to do it. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can do it. You don't have to be uh you don't have to be a coach at all. Um, you can, matter of fact, I, again, if you go to Super Draft Pro, I know right. you're not, but if you go to superdraftpro.com slash G Napier, all right, it has, it, I won't, it, it, it doesn't affect me or anybody. It will give you everything you need. If you go to superdraftpro.com slash G Napier, okay. you can sign up for free and you don't have to be a coach. You don't have to do anything. You can just have fun and just play for free every night. And have fun yeah, with it. Yeah, it's gonna do start out with a twenty dollar package and then see how it goes and then and work because you know it just yeah. you do the shoe. I don't know for me it's like I don't know if the shoe's gonna fit or not until I wear it and walking around a bit. So yeah, listen, I, I've t- I've told other people that too. I had a uh, a gentleman that I talked to in Canada yesterday. He's a I don't know how, but he's a huge fan of mine, and he <laughs> lives in Calgary. And we actually spoke on the phone and he's very interested also. And I said, listen, I go, why don't you just either go on the lowest level where it doesn't cost you anything or, you know, the mid level, use it for a month, see if you like it. And if you do, then let's talk again. So, uh, but go to superdraftpro.com slash G Napier and I'll be, I'll be notified of it. I can help you. I can walk you through it. You don't have to spend money. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to do this. Now I also have, several people that are elite level members like I am, which is a hundred dollars a month. Right. And we're, we're having a blast doing it. They're having a blast. And Oh yeah, by the way, they're also coaches. They're bringing people on board and they're starting to make additional revenue from that. So there's a lot of different ways you can go with super draft, but first and foremost, you can have a lot of fun with it. So, so if I, so as a coach, you know, if as a if you are you coach level when you I'm not, I want to take up too much of your time because this is a business type answer that you're doing, but but anyway, just I'll I'll, I'll go, go check it out. Just go, go you know what? Go to superdraftpro.com/gnapier n a p e a r and then if you have any questions, you just let me know and I'll help you out. All right. All right, buddy. I'll be there tonight. Thanks, Ben. Have a good night. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm having a blast with it. You know, I I really am. Uh, I just about every day and I'm doing a lot of free entries and there, if you want to, there's $1 games, $2 games you can do on, you know, NHL, NBA, UFC, soccer. I mean, whatever, you know, it's right there. It's a lot of fun. All right. Hey, if you want to get in on the program next, just raise that hand, hit that hand icon and I will put you right on with me again in about an hour. I will be on No Filter Network doing my podcast interactively. You can uh, join me live. We can have some fun with it. And uh, Eric Burns, I think, is going to come on with me for a little bit, and we'll talk with Burnsy about what's going on uh, in Major League Baseball. And if you can't join me, uh, I will put my podcast on YouTube, and then I'll convert it also to audio so you can listen to it when I release it on my podcast platforms. Jerry, you're on with Grant Napier. Hi, Jerry. 
Hey, Grant. Hey, listen, uh, so going back on the topic with the Kings, um, you know, going off from yesterday. Um, listen, so I'm just looking at the West right now. And obviously we know, uh, okay, so the Suns are going to be great next year, most likely. Warriors, yep. Grizzlies have been fantastic. Uh, Jazz, they had a couple injuries this year, but, you know, if they stay healthy, they'll be fine next year. Uh, the Mavericks are going to thrive with Luka. Jamal Murray's coming back next year for the Nuggets. Uh, the T-Wolves, Anthony Edwards is getting, you know, a lot more experience. Uh, yep. And then if they keep Carl Anthony Towns, it's going to be a better team than us. The Clippers are getting Kawhi Leonard and Paul George back next year. The Lakers, you know, LeBron's going to be on the team. So, I mean, whatever happens there. And if you get a hand, uh, healthy Anthony Davis, it's going to be good. Uh, the Pelicans, uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Zion because there's some, like, weird speculation on that, like with them not yep. being on the season ticket promo. But let's just say he is on the team next year healthy. I mean – they're already pretty solid right now. At the yeah, they're better the than the Kings even without Zion Williamson. They're yeah, better than the so, Kings even without him. Let's just say they do make a trade. I mean, if it wasn't working out, you know, there's those speculations and rumors. They're going to get a good package for Zion, um, regardless of what it is. They're going to get a nice load. Um, so, I mean, that's that's already 10 teams right there. <laughs> like So, um, I mean, within the next couple of years, uh, just with that, I mean, even if we do get like a good draft pick, that's going to take some time to develop. Um, you know, I, I don't, I'm going to watch the tournament a little bit more in depth though, but you know, I was just kind of more following the top three guys and Paolo Benchero, Chet Holmgren, who I think is going to be a little bit more of a project and then, um, Jabari Smith Jr. Um, but I mean, it, it, you know, like I said, the other, the reason, the other reason I'm thinking about like that Tyrese Halliburton trade not working out is because it's going to be hard to like, let's just say we do get better, but it's going to be hard to compete with those other 10 teams. Regardless, as long as, you know, you know, obviously health is a concern, though, but like just those other 10 teams, it's just bad timing. And and I also I'm looking at Portland and, you know, my prediction is I think they're going to eventually get rid of Lillard because I can see him on the rebuild. They're not going to be able to compete as well. And it's going to be a, you know, it's a hefty contract. So it's going to take a load off their salary cap. But, um, you know, other than that, the Spurs, Thunder, Thunder and Rockets are going to be re- uh, in a rebuild. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much it right there. And, you know, like I said, within those two years, I mean, if it doesn't work out, and I know I keep going back to Sabonis, and, you know, he's probably not going to, you know, he's he's not going to want to waste his career on a mediocre team. So that's just like another thing I was just kind of thinking about. But regardless or not, if we get better next year, there's still going to be 10 other teams that are likely going to be better than us. So. Uh, well, you've just you've, you've just depressed all the Kings fans listening. They say, thank you very much, Jerry, for depressing them. Of course, I did the same thing on my monologue. But no, I understand where you're coming from. And I don't disagree with anything you said, Jerry. Yeah, I mean, I'm just being real. I mean, the reason I, for the last like, what, 16 years, I've been rooting for losses. I mean, like I said, I'm 29 right now. So it's kind of well, crazy because what I'm, you know, <laughs> like 13 years old was the last time they made playoffs. And I remember me and one of my best friends, uh, went crazy over that Kevin Martin shot over Tim Duncan yeah. for the game winner. And so we'll never forget that. And that was probably the last great Kings memory we had, but, uh, Boy, uh how yeah, sad like is I, that? Uh, it sucks. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, you know, and I'm, I'm, like I said, I got friends who have kids and they're thinking of not raising them as Kings fans. Cause you know, they want, they don't want us to suffer. Everyone's going to be a Warriors or Lakers fan in the area, which is fine. So, you know, at least they're going to have a little bit of a good thing going, but, yeah, um, just thought I'd kind of share that. I know it's a little depressing, but, I mean, that's reality. It sucks, but, um, you know, I guess we just got to hopefully get lucky in the draft. And, you know, I'm not really depending on free agency uh, really all that much. But, you know, we'll probably get a couple of guys, like I mentioned before. 
Um, so, you know, I guess we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, just thought I'd share that. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Thanks very much. Right. Appreciate yep, no you problem. chiming in. All right. All right. Yep. Boy, I don't even know how to follow up on that call. But I, Jerry's right. No, the Halliburton thing, though, I mean, listen, you got a two-time All-Star in Sabonis. I can't, I can't fault the Kings for trying that. you got to roll the dice. And, again, we won't know for sure how that really works out for a couple of years. Uh, we won't. You know, that's not something that we know right now. We're not going to know next year at this time or for a few years. And I think you have to acknowledge that. you got to be realistic about that. All right, uh, I want to hear from you next, so uh, give me a shout. Come right on, and uh, we will do it right here on Listen App. Again, no show tomorrow. I'll be back with you again on Monday as uh, we get the week going. And uh, let's hope that we got some progress on the baseball front. But, you know, I was very interested when I heard that they were doing a 90-minute, did a 90-minute uh, session today. I was surprised by that. I really was. I didn't think they would meet this week. That did surprise me. I got to be honest with you. That really did. All right, again, let me hear from you. Hit that hand icon, uh, and we will put you on. I uh, hope you can join me on No Filter Network coming up at 4.30 Pacific. If not, again, I'll put the show on YouTube, and I'll also uh, put the video in the audio so you can listen to it uh, at another time on the uh, podcast platform. The the uh, effect on sports, you know, we talk about the Russian hockey players, and I've talked about that and what they're going through uh, in this country. And then I was thinking about the Russian people that live in this country and what they must be going through. I mean, they have nothing to do with this war. You know, they, they, it's it's awful. It really is. And I, I really feel for them. I, I really do. I mean, they have nothing to do with what's going on in Ukraine. And when I hear the just how ruthless and awful uh, people can be to innocent people from Russia, I mean, it's it's awful. You know, Alex Ovechkin is losing sponsors. Um, I, I, you know, at least maybe I can see. That, even though, at least I can see that maybe, okay, from a from a business perspective, maybe. But I can't see people, you know, death threats and the violence and the hatred towards these Russian hockey players because they're from Russia. Like, I, I, I don't get that. You know, I really don't. I, I don't understand that. You know, they've come out and they've been pretty adamant about how they feel about what's going on and they're getting ridiculed like that and their death threats and, you know, other things. Uh, I don't, it, it doesn't sit well with me. It really doesn't. All right. Again, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand. Uh, and we will do it uh, this weekend. I guess, what do we have going on? You've got coach K and his final game at Duke before the ACC tournament. And the NCAA tournament. So be interesting to see what it's like at Cameron Indoor Stadium uh, this weekend. All right, let's move along here and we say hello to Jeff. Hello, Jeff. How are you today? I'm doing well. How about yourself, Grant? I'm good, buddy. What's going on? So uh, follow up on yesterday. I uh, 
in the past 11 years, 720 players have been selected from the NBA draft. Yep. 45 have been all-stars. And a 46% of those are top five picks. There you go. There you go. Uh, I take back everything I said. They need to tank as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jeff, you know what I love about you, man? I love the fact that you did research, and I love the fact that you spent time to figure out whether what you said was accurate or not. So I really appreciate you doing that. I really do. How long yeah, did that no, take I, you to – how long did that – how long did you spend on that? Yeah, about a half hour. I'm That's a, great. I've, I've said it multiple times that – I'm an, I'm an accountant by trade and doing stuff right. like this is fun for me. I make I make spreadsheets for fun. So I was like, ooh, I get to look up. Do stats. you really? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You make spreadsheets for fun? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's wow. Bad. It's bad. I have a wow. I wow. It's fine. Let me ask you something because I don't know. What's the hardest part? Not Maybe hardest part's not. What's the most difficult part of your job? Or do you find it not difficult or do you find it not difficult because that's what you do and you love it? Uh, The hardest part is people. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. The hardest part is, is, is dealing with handling people. Uh, And it's simply because if I just had to come in and do my, I guess my, you know, the tasks I have every day, it'd be right. What's hard is everybody likes to throw different things at me. I'm a controller for a construction company. They, you know, and so things happen, people do things that they're not supposed to do and it comes to me and I fix things and I, you know, boss says, Hey, I want to go to California and start doing work. So now I'm stuck, you know, looking up all the data I can find for how do we go into California? What taxes are there? What's payroll look like? What's all that type of stuff. So yeah. Do you like your job? Do you like what you do though? Yes. Well, good. Extent. That's what counts. There's other things I'd rather do, but you got to pay the bills, got to feed the children. Yeah. Um, hey, listen, last, you do what you got to do. Yeah. Last quick thing I've got for you, and then I got to run, is yep. I got a job interview. In fact, uh, last <laughs> thing I, I, uh, I got to say, uh, yesterday we also talked about favorite Arco um, moment. Yes. So I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what my favorite Arco moment was. And I remember, I can't remember if it was his first or second year, but, but Jay will was, I remember going to one of those pre season, you know, events with all the, yep. where, where they do a little scrimmage and, yep. you know, they, they have fun with yep. the fans. And I specifically remember seeing that guy handle the ball and pass the ball and he was doing all the behind the back off the elbows. He was doing all the no looks. He was, you know, because he could just sit there and play in that type of environment. And that was one of the most, I can't, again, I can't remember which year it was. He was with the Kings, but that was, he's pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, then I remember before the game, before they did all that, he's out there throwing uh, shirts up into the, you know, up into the nosebleeds where I was sitting. So he's the best. Hey man, you have a good rest of the day. Thanks, Jeff. You too. Thanks. All right. All right. Let's get to uh, some more right here on Listen App. And we uh, check in with, uh, is it Waggus? You got to hit your microphone icon. Or is it Wags? How do I say your name? Waggus. Wait, say that again, please. Waggus. All right. Well, good. What can I do for you? Waggus. Yeah. All right, Waggus. No, I just, uh, just been a long time, a uh, long time, uh, 
listeners of yours, you know, I was raised in Sacramento. I never had the courage to call you on the show. So I'm glad that you're back on. Um, Thank you. I wanted, yeah, um, just wanted to take the time and ask you, uh, what do you think is the biggest problem with the Lakers right now? And do you think it's, it has everything to do with coaching or do you think it's Russell Westbrook or do you think it's just a combination of injuries? It has nothing to do with coaching, zero to do with coaching. Uh, they have the same coach that they had when they won a championship. I think what Russell Westbrook, I think there's a couple of things. Westbrook clearly is not fit in. And when he's played, he's looked and played horribly. That's number one. Number two, Anthony Davis has not been able to stay in the lineup and he gets hurt all the time. And Anthony Davis needs to be on the floor and needs to be healthy in order for the Lakers to be successful. Those are the, the things that I see right off the top, but it's not coaching. Coaching has nothing to do with this, in my opinion. Okay. And, and last thing, and I appreciate you giving me the time. Uh, of course. Would, yeah, uh, would, what percentage chance would you give the Sixers of going all the way or coming out of the East? Not a lot, and I'll tell you why. I'm not a fan of James Harden in big games. Uh, I'm not a fan at all. When Harden needs to do it, he doesn't do it. So I'm not a, I, I don't see it. I don't think Philadelphia would beat Miami, uh, and I'm not so sure that they would beat Chicago and or Milwaukee. But here's my – and tell me what you think about this. If – and again, I know it's an, an if. If Ben Simmons gets on the floor for a few weeks – and Irving and Durant are able to stay on the floor as well. Don't you think Brooklyn could be a very tough out in the playoffs? And they got Seth Curry coming off the bench. Yeah, I think Brooklyn can definitely go all the way, but they would definitely need our, um, you know, Kyrie and Simmons on the floor. And yes. I think the, the most underrated piece in that whole trade was Seth Curry, who's been lighting it up, uh, you know, so for yep. him. For, for Daryl Morey to give that up and a first-round pick, I thought it, it was Crazy. too much. But, but you know, I just want to go back to Harden. He's obviously supremely gifted. Yes, do he you is. Think, do you think that – and I've personally seen him. I, I remember watching Game 5 uh, of the Western semifinals a couple of years back in 2019 when they were in Oakland, and it was a 2-2 series tie. And Houston was down by 19. And Harden was playing lights out and brought him back with him within one point and Kevin Durant yes. got hurt. That was and I just felt like he took a step back thinking, Oh, it's okay, I don't have to do too much. So do you think just in the moment, uh, you know, when there's not that much pressure on, do you think he just, you know, like, oh, I can relax now? Is that what that is? I don't think he relaxes. Um, I just there are some guys that get it done in the biggest of moments, in the biggest of crunch time, and he doesn't. You know, you talked about the Warriors. They were up three games to two, you know, with games six and seven on their home floor, and James Harden, you know, peed down his leg. You know, I mean, it was he was horrible. Uh, and I just – there, I've seen too many of those games from Harden. In the biggest of moments, in the biggest of games, he's not there. He doesn't get it done. All right. And then lastly, do you think this is his last chance, though, to get it done? Um, no, I don't think it's his last chance because I still think, as you said, you know, he's a very gifted player. And I still think he's got a couple of really good years left. I, I'm just not sure that it's going to work, though, with Harden. 
you know, look at what happened in Houston, wanted his way out of Brooklyn. I mean, is he going to be a malcontent and one out of Philadelphia if things don't go well in the playoffs? You know, that's the other part of Harden. Is he committed? And if so, how committed is he? I, I, I'm not really sure that anyone knows the answer to that question. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, time. let me ask you. Let me ask you one thing. Let me ask you one thing. You said you've listened to me for a long time, but you didn't, you didn't call into my show. Why not? Were you afraid to call into my show? I, you what? Yeah, I, I honestly, actually, yeah, I honestly was. I actually, uh, I, I honestly thought that maybe I, I wouldn't be able to get through because there were so many people calling your shows. <laughs> but I, I started watching basketball in 1997. Okay. Um, when uh, I'm sorry, 1999 when they got Vladi Divac. So yeah. So I've been I, I I didn't start listening to your radio until I was in 2013. Okay. I, I didn't even think you had a, a you know to be honest with you a radio show. But but when I started working out of my drive home, that's when I would start listening to you. But I've been you know you know obviously listening to you as a Kings Kings announcer for all those years, and uh, you know I just. Uh, I just always uh, well, I appreciate you know, it. enjoy listening to you and your opinion. Of course, I don't agree with everything, Grant, you know, but that's okay. Well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't agree um, with everything. I don't want you to agree with everything, I and I appreciate that. Yeah, so, and, uh, you know, we do miss you out here, and... Uh, Thank you. You know, I, I really do wish you the best, but are, are you going to continue to be on this Listen app, or...? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy interacting with people like you, and so, yes, absolutely. All right. Thank you. All right, man. Be good. Thanks. Call again. Appreciate it very much. All right. Hey, if you want to get in on the uh, program uh, before we wrap it up today, you can just hit that hand icon uh, and I will put you right on. Don't forget, coming up in about 40 minutes, I'll be on No Filter Network. So if you want to join me on that, very interactive. We can have a lot of fun. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. Also, uh, Eric Burns is going to call me, I believe not call me, going to get on the internet with me, and uh, we'll talk a little baseball with Bernsey. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, that happens, all right? So we'll see. But if not, you know what? we got a lot of other people that uh, can come on, and you know we can do the uh, same thing. Again, uh, I want to hear from you before we wrap it up. Again, no show tomorrow, all right? And then I'll be back with you uh, again on Monday. The uh, weekend, who knows if MLB will continue to talk. You've got next week is championship week in college basketball. Then we got the tournament selection. And then you get rolling with the tournament. So we at least got college basketball uh, and the tournament to watch. And that's certainly good. All right. That's always a fun time of year. I mean, without baseball to look forward to, maybe it even becomes, you know, that much better. You know, maybe it does. There's no no spring training, which sucks. You don't have opening day to look forward to. Um, so maybe you, maybe you watch more college basketball than even you would have imagined leading into uh, the month of April, right? I don't watch a lot of college basketball until the tournament starts. I got to be honest with you. I watch some. I don't, I don't watch a lot. Uh, I tell you, I watch hockey a lot. You know, I love watching the National Hockey League. You know, I'm a huge fan of hockey. So I'll tell you, Florida's got a great team. I watch the Florida Panthers a lot. They are really good. Boy, can they put the puck in the net. 
They are loaded. They are really, really good. So, you know, I watch them and, you know, I, I, I watch the games nationally uh, when they're on. But um, I, I have not watched a lot of college basketball. I really haven't. have not watched uh, a lot of college basketball. Uh, all right. So, again, if you want to get on, now is your chance. Hit that hand icon. We can talk about anything you want in the world of sports. Uh, the Kings are in San Antonio tonight. Again, like Jay called up, you know, I think if you're really serious about this team, you want them to lose. You want them to lose a lot of these games. I, 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 that's how I would look at it. You know, why ruin things now, right? You've come this far. Don't all of a sudden start winning games. I don't think they're good enough to win games on a consistent basis. So I don't really think that you have to worry about that in the first place. You know, I, I just not really sure they're going to win anyway. I, I don't think they're good enough to win a lot of games. So there's that. You probably don't have to worry about it, even if that's what your wish is. I just, <laughs> they're really, they're really not. They're just not good enough. They're so inconsistent and defensively. I mean, seriously, how bad is that team defensively? I mean, it is just awful. Uh, year after year after year. And then what do you hear in training camp? Oh, our priority is defense. And our priority is defense. And our priority is defense. Right? And then the first month of the season is over, and you're looking at how many points that they allow, and it's one of the worst in basketball. And you're like, wait a minute. I thought the team was concentrating on defense. Well, that didn't last long, you say to yourself, right? You're like, defense? Where's the defense? I don't see any defense. Do you see any defense last night, particularly in the second half? Do you see that? Team scored 125. That's right. 125. You see defense? I didn't see any defense. I didn't see it. But that's what they talk about. And then you ask yourself, well, gee, what the hell happened? Where did the defense go? Well, the defense didn't go anywhere because they never had it. Seriously. They never had it. When's this team play good defense this year? When's the last time you watched the Kings game? And at the end of the game, you go, boy, that was really good defense. Like, when's the last time you said that, right? Seriously, when's the last time? Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Been a long time, hasn't it? I'm trying to think when the last time. You could say that the Kings' defense really, really was good. I I can't remember. You'd have to refresh my memory on that. 
been a while. Maybe when Ron Artest was on the team. Seriously. I, I'm trying to think. The last time you watched the game and you said to yourself, man, the Kings were great defensively tonight. I can't remember. Been a while. It really has. It has been a while. So, uh, again, no show tomorrow. Monday, we'll do it again, 3 o'clock Pacific. Uh, I'll get ready for No Filter. That's going to be in about 35 minutes. You can go to nofilter.net. I'll also uh, put the link out again on my Twitter page, at Grant Napier Show. So if you're not doing anything and you want to have some fun, also Eric Burns is expected to join me at some point during the live podcast. If you're not able to check us out on nofilter.net, I'll put the podcast, I'll post it on YouTube tonight so you can go back and watch it there, or I will put it on my podcast platform sometime early tomorrow morning so you can listen to it. So a couple of different ways uh, you can listen to me and Bernsey and anyone else that calls in on my YouTube channel if you don't like that or uh, on your favorite podcast platform. Or you can also go to my website. You know, I don't really talk about that as much. I probably should. Uh, my website has all of my shows, all right? You can listen to everything uh, that I put out, all right? You go to ifyoudontlikethat.com. Like, you know, my rant from today's on there, my grants live from yesterday, you know, yesterday's rant, my podcast. Uh, and it's very easy to check it out. All right. It's right there for you. So uh, if you don't like that dot com, you know, for those of us like Al, good old Alfred, not technologically sound like me. It's very easy. You could just go to my po- uh, go to my website uh, if you don't like that dot com. And you can look at my uh, ugly uh, face. Well, it's not really ugly because it's a character. You know, it's like I'm, I'm a cartoon character, you know. But I do like the uh, uh, the new look website. It's very clean. It's very, very easy uh, to navigate. All right. And then right on my website, you can ask me a question. You can click on my Twitter page. Very simple, right? Very simple for you. I make it very easy, all right? You can click on my YouTube page, just one click, boom, and you're on my YouTube channel. So it's really good for you. I enjoy it. All right, so have yourself a fabulous weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday. We'll see if uh, anything relevant is going on between now and then. I know there will be uh, the uh, combines and everything else. Uh, Coming up on the podcast next Friday, Mike Pereira, uh, the NFL on Fox. Got a couple of other uh, people that I'm trying to uh, nail down for interviews, so I'll put the word out. But uh, I'm going to say so long for now. 30 minutes, no filter network. If you can't join me, uh, no problem. You can listen to me on your favorite podcast platform. Take care. Again, thank you so much for your support right here on Listen App, and I look forward to chatting with you on Monday as we'll get into uh, some college basketball with Championship Week leading up to the NCAA selection committee on Sunday night. So long, everybody, and thanks very much. Grant Napier saying, With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.